All right, good. Well, it's lunchtime now or 1.30. All right, good 1.30. We are downtown Olympia, down on the dock down here. We just walked down across the little bridge to the dock. We are gonna cruise around and talk some real estate today. I'm gonna walk over here and see if I can show you the capital view. But anyways, I'm gonna jump on here because I'm getting a lot of calls about real estate. And I kid you not, it's about investment lands, investment properties, uh, developments, people wanting to buy land again. It's starting to really pick up. And so at least on that side, like everybody's gonna say, well, it's not picking up in real estate. Well, there's just no inventory and we're going through the winter lull. I have more and more people ready for this spring and summer, even including ourselves. We're even thinking of transitioning and going to another property because we love our place, but if we can get the right price, why not? And that's gonna be a lot of people on their properties. There's the Capitol behind you. Welcome to Olympia. They even got the little ice rink coming up. I say little because uh, we're used to, when we go up to Canada, hence perks of marrying a Canadian, uh, we have ice, bigger ice rinks, but that's a cute little ice rink we have in Olympia. Anyways, we're gonna walk down and do our business with real estate, with real estate. <laughs> so. What's happening right now is a lot of people are trying to either buy land to build. A lot of investors are actually getting ready to get rid of their investment properties or developments. And so I'm actually got a compliment today. Really nice one. I had an agent way up north says I'm the guy for investments and in land development. And so I'm helping with that investment property as well. And that's really cool. It's nice to know because of the information after talking with them, they talked to a few other agents as well. Um, knocked it out of the park because of all my knowledge and experience with all of that. I have a development right over on the other side of these hills working with a development company that we're selling 10 acres. They're going to build approximately 40 homes plus over there as well. I sold the James Gang Ranch back, well, it's way back over that way in the woods. Um, DR Horton is developing that one. I'll have to drive by and do a video on that one. It's really cool um, what they've done with developing it. That's going to be a great development. So there's a lot of information out there and I've worked with a lot of commercial properties, a lot of developments, um, investments and selling a lot of investments as well. So that was a cool compliment to get and then helping them out and just look, I cut to the chase and I straightforward and like, here's your issues, here's your red flags, here's what they won't get, here's what they could do, here's what possible and just give all that free information. Now, if you wanna use me, great. And here we go and sure enough. So I got the email just before I jumped on the phone here, I'll reply to their e email introduce myself and then talk business. But I wanted to make this video first because there's so much going on with development, with land. Sorry, I'm looking for seals too. Maybe we'll see a little seal puppy. Yes, I am ADD to the T. <laughs> Anywho, with developments right now, if you're looking for land, two things are gonna have to happen. One, I'm finding a lot of inexperienced land buyers, and that's still been the case. I still have agents calling me, asking me for advice that know me, and they say, what, I had that two days ago? Is it two days ago? Um, advice of, hey, I have these buyers, we wanna buy this piece of land, what can we do? Here's the steps, what do we gotta look out for, and so forth. There needs to be a freaking trademark step line of plan of action for developing land. And so I'll literally, let's do this right now. Let's, let's jump into it. We're going to jump into if I was buying a piece of land. Because I think I would like to know that. If anybody else is buying a piece of land, here you go. Here's some free information. Of course, there's a hundred more details to it. This is going to be a quick synopsis. I'm actually looking at the old maps here too, the old historic on, check this out. 
before we jump into land. So here's the old downtown Olympia. There's the capital. And we used to have homes all around the lake right over there. These like floating little, almost, is that cool? I don't know. A lot of history here. A lot of development. So, all right. You find a piece of land. Dream home, five acres, uh, 10 acres, half acre, whatever the land size is. Let's, we'll do both, city and country, because we have both here, so we're gonna do both city and, city and country comparison and just quip synopsis. This is just my opinions and not actual advice, so don't take this and try to sue me if you do buy a piece of land and then say I did this. This is just a guideline for you to use if you're buying land and want to know what to do in your steps, at least in my opinion, on some of the steps you should take. There's a lot more to it. Just saying that out in front ahead of time. All right, hold on, I gotta have a cup of coffee here. Mm. This is nice. They're pretty cool to have. I think there's some people I used to follow some people that they still have an Instagram that lived on a boat out here in a little moorage out in one of those buildings. Maybe they're still there. I don't know if they follow me. We'll see. Uh, used to follow them. I haven't seen any posts lately, but maybe, I don't know. I get a lot of Instagram social stuff. Okay, so let's start. So you find the piece of land. Doesn't matter the size. Um, that's with a caveat, depending on what you want to do. But let's just say you want to build right now. Cool helicopter. Driving by. You want to build. Okay. First step is you need to either have a builder or have a plan on what you're going to do with the home. Have that piece of land. You want to go down to the city or the county. Doesn't matter where it's at. If it's city, of course, go down the city. Talk to them about, hey, can I build? They're going to run through the whole process. Same with the county. Sometimes the city and county are the same spot where you can go and talk to them at the planning department. So you want to make sure you're ready to go down the planning department right away. Now they're going to ask for a lot of information, but they'll one ask for the tax ID or parcel number. So you give them that and you say, hey, I want to build here. What do I have to look out for? Washington State, we have wetlands down south. We have gophers, everything else in between, all the setbacks and boundaries, creeks, rivers, um, you name it. So they're going to show you all that stuff. They're going to show you, can you punch a road in if there's no road punched? Is that a table off the side? Um, after that, you're also going to want to know sewer or septic. If you're in the city, of course, sewer, how much is it going to cost? What, 20000 40000 Just depends on the city. Again, septic, you're going to need a septic design or an, called an as-built plan. Uh, there's only two people here in town that really do them, and I think one's now dominantly taken over in Thurston County. I've even seen his work all the way down in Seabrook, where I've sold two investment properties, one tearing down an $800,000 home to build a amazing place just sold 40 acres or a few months ago sold 40 acres plus waterfront for another developer um, those again his work was down there doing that and then two three water how are we going to do water is it going to be city water easy how much is it going to cost again or is it well and then there's only really one well company i recommend or two around here uh, that's going to take a look at the reports. Can you get water? There's some areas where there is literally salt in your water here and you need an amazing filtration system um, or not. So those are the three main things. Can we build water, septic, sewer? I just built a new dock over here. Isn't this cool? Or deck. Hey, good job. Sistering on to the old pilings. Looks really nice. Okay, I would have done trucks instead of the treated board on top, but more expensive right anyways so after you do all that the problem is when you do all this research it takes time to go through and then it takes money so an as-built you know a few thousand well 
depending on the well company, a few thousand, depending on what you're getting for reports. Before you even put in this, isn't even installing the systems. And then your time to run down the county or the builder, and then you need your house plans, so then you can do a site plan design of where that house is gonna go and can you put it there. If it's well, you know, you need a circumference around the well and the septic and some other people of where you're gonna put that also. So with all of that, it takes time again. Now you wanna don't wanna do this before you have the property under contract, because then someone else can come and buy it or put it under contract. Well you've done all this. So you want to get the property under contract first. And then you want to do it with a feasibility report study. And that usually is 30, 60 days. Some people try to push them faster. Some people ask for longer. Longer the better. Uh, some of these big developments, I think I'm on a year on that one already. Uh, your Horton was a year plus. Some of the big ones take a lot longer because they have a lot more studies to do the traffic and impact and you name it. So with this general, get it under contract. You get that land looking at. Now you want to move as quickly as possible. Now the agent's going to recommend, or they should at least recommend your steps. They should never do anything for you. This is for real estate agents and buyers. If they do something for you and they run down the county and the county and they say, oh, the county said you could do this. And then you find out you can't, guess who's in trouble? That realtor, because he just told you, oh, the county said you could do this. If that's not true and you can't, now you have a piece of property, you can't do what you wanted to. And that's not going to look good for the realtor. So realtor should recommend go down the county, talk to them, ask them what they're thinking of doing, you know, or help them out, guide them, but never go down and get the actual information for them. They can go down and pull some preliminary stuff of, hey, this is what they said. This is what you're looking for. Here's some red flags. But ultimately, it should be on the buyer. And then the buyer's agent should help plan and do the next steps, do the recommendations and help carry out again, that contract that you got pending while you're doing all this feasibility study. Now, once you're doing all this feasibility study, you wanna make sure that you can actually build. So I usually like to have my buyers, once they do the septic, the well, can they build member site plan, even submit if you can get a master application approved would be amazing. If you can't, it takes some time. That one, I mean, depending on the county, forget about it. I have a lot of developers that are not liking um, certain counties right now because of how long stuff is going through the county or it takes to get approved. And the catch is I heard they were supposed to improve that. Uh, not the case or at least from my experience people are still frustrated. People are still waiting so I think it takes a lot of time for these wheels of county and government stuff to go through to actually implement, implement change to allow things to go through faster. And it's not. So building is definitely going slower and then you have to deal with public and everything else because a lot of people, if you have a nice house, you don't want a big development next to you. Rightfully so, completely understand. Um, so dealing with all of this, with the county, with all that stuff, usually I like to get my buyers to the step where they know they can build. Septic's good, well's good, or sewer's good, and city water's good, power's right there. Again, make sure you know how much power is. Now, if you get a builder, this is my advice. If you get a builder, they do all this for you. Now the builder is going to take, I mean, they take the same amount of time, so they wouldn't take longer, but the builder is going to go to the county. They've done this a hundred times before. So ideally you want to get a builder online right away. So you call the real estate agent and you say, I'm looking at this piece of land. Let's get it under contract. My builder says we need 90 days feasibility. We go back and forth. We negotiate 60 days feasibility with the seller and then hopefully can get another 30 days in there or do like a one-time extension where we can add 30 days if we need it 
course, we'd always close earlier, but you don't want to close unless you know. So we negotiate that in there. We let the builder go do their thing with the buyer. The builder tells the buyer we're good and then we close on it. If not, you can cancel, get your earnest money back and you don't have a chunk of land you can't build on. I cannot tell you how many times I've seen that happen where people have bought a piece of land and then they can't do what they want. And I'm like, did you do any studies? Did you just buy it? No, my agent said it was fine. I'm like, ooh, okay. So again, do your own information, do your own research, but that real estate agent should be backing you up on the piece of land. And then how technical you're getting with it. Are you wanting a duplex? Are you wanting multifamilies? Are you wanting to put a RV park on it or anything like that? Those are all different feasibilities, different studies and different areas where to go. So that is a quick synopsis, executive summary of land. There's a lot more to it. There's a lot more steps, but at least that should help you out understand you can't just jump into it. And all these need cash to pay for the septic studies, the wells, the permits, the building plans, the site design, unless you can draft. And you can usually draft that little site design thing if you know how somewhat to draft. Um, all that takes cash up front. And then you either need a construction loan, which they will only do with the builder. So the builder has to be approved for the construction loan through the bank or whatever institution, credit union, whatever you're doing for the builder. Um, but you need the cash to do it. And then nowadays, what I've been hearing from credit unions and banks is it used to be you could do 5% down on what you're wanting to build and then go from there. I've heard it's a lot more now. So if you don't have a good chunk of cash down to get that construction loan to build, then this is 100% cash to build because how are you gonna get the cash? It's not just as simple as going and getting a home loan uh, and then you have to find the right builder. So now you got to pick a builder that you like and then the bank has to approve or credit union has to approve that builder. And so that builder is definitely going to be expensive because they know there is only a select few that can go through that whole process and that have all that accredited stuff. So now just remember you're getting up there. So that usually stops a lot of buyers right there because they didn't know they needed the cash to do all the, all the approvals. And then they didn't know they needed then the high down payment to do the construction loan. And then you got to buy the land. Remember, you got to buy the land cash because the, either the construction loan will pay for the land through the loan, or you already have to own the land, or you're buying the cash, the land cash, and then using the construction loan to build the house. So again, there's another catch because the land, to find what, a decent five acres nowadays is between... 200 to 400,000, somewhere in there, uh, depending on the location, at least around the Olympia Thurston area. I mean, average is about 250 to 350 for a good chunk of five acres, uh, not wet, and then could be up a little bit more depending on the area. It used to be a lot cheaper. It's, I mean, well, everything used to be cheaper, right? <laughs> I like how I say that. God, I sound old nowadays. Not feeling old, feeling good. Um, so, okay, so you add the 250. Let's just say 250 average okay piece of land maybe a little wet but nothing crazy and you guys fall in love with it has a cute little view nothing crazy so 250. okay hold on one second just taking the views while i have some coffee here before it gets cold okay so we have 250 for the piece of land, does not include the studies, got the land under contract with the agent. Now, studies, uh, I, my personal opinion is I always start with, if you're out in the country, 
country, county, country, whatever, out in the woods. Uh, septic, start with septic. Can't build septic, can't do anything else. Well is always there and it's easier to find out well information if the house down the street or close to it has well, then you're probably good. You can tap in the same aquifer. Correct me if I'm wrong, well people, but that's, I think, you know, they look at the reports and then do that and then they'll do more of a detailed report on that piece of land. Um, so I do septic first. If you can do septic, great. Then I do the well. And then if you can do well, then also before the septic and well, I'm also talking to the county to make sure I can even preliminary build. If the city or county says, yeah, you can build, then great. Now I go through all those steps, um, through the hula hoops of making sure those are good. After I do all that, which now has cost me a few thousand to 5,000, uh, plus either a builder or a site plans and maybe some small permits or no permits, but you're spending time going down the county and showing them your site design and plans of what you want to build, make sure you can. After all that, then you can either move to close if you feel comfortable, or you can keep moving forward with more plans and permits, depending on how far you want to go to actually make sure you can build on the plan or the, the house, the land. And if you do get like a master application, then great, you can build right away. So golden, there you go. Uh, but most people know the steps and when they get to a certain point, they can say, yeah, you're pretty much golden. Now, if you have a builder again doing all this, most of the time the builder can wrap all that and all those prices into the construction loan. The catch is you need to already have the down payment that you've given the builder or the credit union bank. If not, again, that's coming out of your pocket cash. Now you're ready to close on the land. Remember to build. How are you going to close on that piece of land? 250 cash or are we doing the credit union bank and if it is and the credit union bank then we'll pay for that now you're paying interest on that right away and then down payment for the builder and then so forth with the steps from there now okay 250 for the land how much to build Ron oh god I remember back in the day the average used to be what 120 160 actually it was down to 80 a square foot 120 180 220 250 now we're up to 300, 280 to 320 for hard surfaces, if not more, 350 for hard surfaces, depending on the area. That's for Thurston County, um, depending on the builder and location, could be more. So let's just say an average of, let's say you get a builder and you get it down to, let's say you get it at 300. Okay, at 300 and you want two kids, dogs, cats, storage, car, two, three car garage. You want a 3,000 square foot home at 300 square feet. You can do the math. That's 900,000 plus your $250,000 land plus some of the extras in there. 1.150, now 1.2, 1.3 million for a 3,000 square foot land with a five acre okay piece of lot. That's what you're looking at. Well, Ron, we don't need, we only need 2,000. Fine, you're at 600,000 plus 250 for the land, 850 plus some of the extras, and you always run into extras. You're at 850, 900, 950. Now you're at 950 for an okay piece of five acres, maybe a little view, maybe not, and maybe a little wet, maybe not, because it's not the best land either. It's 250. I mean, premium ones are 350, 400 right now. So you're at 950 for 2,000 square foot, brand new home, five acres, that's okay. That's ballpark average. Maybe you find a builder that's 250. Uh, 
So you can do some of those pre-manufactured home builders. Don't, sorry. I mean, if that's what you want to do, yes. I've had people use them. I've known people use them. They turned out okay. If you have used them, you know what I'm talking about. Sometimes it work out great, but they just hire the cheapest contractor because they got to make a profit to make a profit. And so that contractor comes in and says, yes, they can do it. And then watch what you get. <laughs> just saying, I have had many experiences with that, with clients doing that. And they just never, ever seem to turn out right. I mean, they got into the house and some hardships, some not. No, it was all hardships. But so you got to be ready. This isn't cheap to build a home. And then you say, well, I don't need five acres. All right, well, you can find smaller chunks of pieces of land, but to be honest, where? Because most developers are buying them and building on them. And if you do, there's usually a reason they're cheaper. Uh, and then if you can, okay, you can find something like an acre for 100,000. Let's just use that. Okay, and then you're at 2,000 square feet for 300, you're at 600, so you're at 700 plus little caveats, you're at 750 still for one acre with a brand new house that's 2,000 square foot, somewhere in there. It still blows people away because most buyers right now are looking for that 550 to 600. That's the reality. And instead of cookie cutter, they think they can just build. So the only way you're getting something cheaper is you go way out in the sticks and you can find the land for a lot cheaper, 50,000 more, 50,000, if you can find it still. And that's, that's pushing it and then building and then finding a contractor that's maybe $200 a square foot. And you're at 2,000 square feet. Now you're at 400,000 plus let's say 50,000 for the land plus another 50 for different stuff and not many high-end upgrades. Um, I'd be surprised if you find someone for 200 square foot. So I don't know how realistic this is, but you could be around the half million to 600,000 mark and you're out there and who knows how good the work is. And it's not, it's not hard surfaces. Uh, so that's, that's land in a gist. And usually when I explain all that to buyers, 90% of them start looking for homes that have been built. There's rarely I get a buyer that says, okay, let's go for it. Let's do it. Let's find some land. Because most of the buyers that are looking for the land that have already gone through all this already know all this, or at least know it's going to be expensive and do have a million dollars, $800,000. A lot of them have 400,000 cash, 300,000 cash. And then they already have the construction loan lined up or the credit union loan lined up and usually a builder, sometimes not a builder. And they'll call us and ask us for builders. And then I have some good recommendations on builders as well. I've even been asked to build as well. Um, yes, I used to frame, but uh, it's a lot of work. And nowadays the overhead and everything, actually there's a good, good profit, but it's a lot of work. So. With that being said, if you do have questions about land or building, let me know. And then I can help you with figuring out the whole process. But I figured I'd jump in, show you a quick tour of downtown. Here's the dock. Everybody loves to walk on the dock. Some water, some boats, the capital's out here. I'm trying to think anything else. If you have any questions, for that, let me know. But that's what investors are looking for right now. 
is that piece of land and they're trying to find big chunks because they're all trying to develop because it is and then they're trying to get younger buyers that are looking for pieces of land as well and I'm having a lot of investors that either how do you say it? a location how do I say it wow I'm asking you guys location location wasn't key or we they pushed the limits some of them starting to maybe see that they're getting pinched or the economy is here or there and they are trying to cash out yes that's the reality of it and so if it wasn't the best location or if it was for Airbnbs and stuff like that it's hard because that market at least in my opinion is really starting to go down and, and I know there'll be people that chirp on here that say well I have an Airbnb it makes a lot of money yeah you probably have one of the few that an amazing location but for the other 99% or 98% of people that don't have cameras all around their house and aren't uh, premier super I don't know I don't do Airbnbs uh, host they're not making money and so now they're getting in trouble and so the developers that bought pieces of land thinking way out there they're gonna create these amazing Airbnb locations now are also starting to turn I've seen them the only caveat to that is if you have some sites with manufactured home parks or RV parks still huge big money makers call me on that we've been hunting those for oh shit, 10 years oh, excuse me 10 years and they're still huge money makers I just saw one sell out in the middle of the boondocks 1.4 million 14 acres RV park great rate of return great buy I mean that's a huge buy so there's stuff like that so off-market have commercial stuff like a gas station off-market this and that um, 6 million 2.5 million Chevron uh, you know stuff like that there's all over the market so there's good investment buys and there's bad but land is land is key if it's in the right location otherwise you're gonna be waiting 40 50 years and trust me I have the same dream on by 100 200 acres 50 years the kids will be like this is worth gold well places I'm looking at unless popular well I mean population is going up so it has to be you know strategic but I don't think it ever get there and that may be a premium too maybe not because there's places out there you can really buy middle of nowhere so you know and then you also want that where you bought way out there now the city kind of surrounds it and now it's worth 10 times more so let me know and I hunt all that stuff too and we have all the the knowledge and investment but those are exciting too so I guess that is it for today we are almost back to my truck thank you uh, Bayview Thriftway grocery store for allowing me to park and do my walk and talk I'm gonna grab some few little treats in here as well seems to be a lot of people now going to walk the pier the thing to do walk the dock and pier and relax and look for some sea lions sea dogs uh, whatever they're called sea lions I know I'm just joking and oh you gonna back into the car nope okay <laughs> thought she was gonna back into the car I was like oh we got it on camera um trying to think what else what else what else uh, if you are fine in the city little easier but still a lot harder sewer is expensive as heck and remember the reason homes here's a little tip the reason the homes were so close to the road way back in the day is it was a lot cheaper to run power 
and stuff to the home instead of way out in the middle of the property. And you have to think that as well when buying a piece of land. Although, don't get me wrong, I'd pay the extra big chunk of money to run that electric to the house so it can be out in the middle of the road. Out of the middle of land, on the middle of the road. That's what I would do. Okay, talk to you guys later. Captain Ron. Oh, this is also on the podcast now. So if you don't want to watch me or look at me, no worries. You can go and listen to me on my podcast, PNW Real Estate. Really hard to remember. PNW Real Estate. That is my new podcast. Tell your cool friends. That's where you learn real estate from me because I can just talk for hours, which there is podcast already on there. Me talking while I drive to Multiplex in Yakima, going through Packwood and everything else in between. Um, driving around with Corey grouse hunting and stuff like that. So on those podcasts, you get a lot of information again. So PNW Real Estate, my podcast, no crime on there yet. Maybe we'll witness something and have to solve a mystery. We'll see. Hopefully not. Uh, but enjoy your day. Hope you really like this podcast and YouTube video with me, Captain Ron, your real estate specialist.